Welcome. <laughs> I ain't tell y'all to talk yet. Yo, welcome to another episode of TLR, the Lunchroom Podcast for the Millennials, man. I am your host, Chef. I do not have my co-hosts here with me, unfortunately. But clearly, I got two extra guests. My boy, Big Hill. I ain't have your mic messed up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thanks. Yo's Miles, how you doing? That's it? That's it. What's your at? Oh, at 75 miles underscore. No. I'm going to need you to get a better one. Okay. Damn. This nigga coming crazy. Hey, then my boy. Check, check, check. Big D. Paul, what's up, bro? I knew. I, I told you what was going to happen. <laughs> it's like that. Pause, but it's okay. You know, you know. Yo. So, Devontae. <laughs> You know, some people call me Debbie. Others call me Devs. I ain't never called you Dev in my life. All right. <laughs> I ain't never called you Dev. All right. It's okay. Welcome, man. Once again, like I said, Lunch Podcast, man. We about music. Different format once again. Uh, hopefully, this is better audio this time because I don't have time to keep messing up. <laughs> I don't have the money. Nah, I'm joking. All right. That first song, Pop Out, Larry June, Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q's in my top five. And since we're speaking about top five, let's get straight into it. Okay. Top five artists, man. Start with me. Start with me. It don't matter who you start with. The rules is I just need all five before this episode ends. Okay. Okay. Let's <laughs> say live. So you got about 30 to 45 minutes. To, to, just, to just make up my mind. Yes. I got number one already. Okay. What's number one? And that's not changing. Schedule Lamar. Okay, that's fair. That's Kendrick, Kendrick is fair. Kendrick is fair. Okay. He's just, he's an artist lyrically, just artistically. Yeah. I mean, evokes emotion in his words, makes his listeners feel it as well. He's just all around a great artist. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no disagreement for the me music at all. Yeah. In, in no particular order. No particular order. I think the first one I got to hit y'all with is Burna Boy. Burna Boy. Okay. That's okay. It's different, but that's he's top. And I say it because I think a lot of times top artists within like U.S. is debated upon by album sales, reach, X, Y, Z. I feel like for an Afro artist to now, as of late, like within these last two years, be touching the ears of listeners who would never listen to this music before just only shows that the growth is going to be so so high and potentially is um on its way. So that's why I say that one. Burner Boy is good. I'm not gonna disagree on Burner Boy. I mean Kirsten Bar, I'm not gonna disagree. That's easy. Kirsten Bar is actually my top five. He's number two on my list. J. Cole's number one, of course. Uh, I mean, come on now. Um Burner Boy is good, man. All right. That was easy. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all give me number two. Cause that was too easy. Okay. You said media. Uh, number two? Number two. Number two. Number two for me personally is going to be Baby King. Mm. Wow. For those of you who don't know Baby King, that is Kendrick. No, some people do not know. They really don't. Hey, man, you have they heard Hillbillies? They should. I mean, Hillbillies. Before that, no, before that, because I'm like, I remember Orange Soda. Like, I, I remember I died for my bit. Yeah, man. Some, some people do not, they're not familiar with his albums, not familiar with his music. They, they're not even sure who he is. Um, but it's Kendrick Lamar's cousin. And he's killing the game That's right now. Baby. 
And even I even feel like in some songs, Kendrick Lamar is, you know, as he progresses, is starting to feed off his sound as well. Absolutely. Baby King's sound is based on Kendrick Lamar, maybe a version of Kendrick Lamar that which some yeah, you see that a lot of rap. You see that a lot of rap. Baby King, well, Kendrick to Baby King, Young Dolph to Key Glock. I see that. J. Cole, J. Young Thug to Gunna. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You see that a lot of I mean, because, I mean, these guys are kings in their own right of the game. Young Thug is, at one point, was Atlanta. It still is Atlanta, to be honest, because he has put a lot of people on. So J. Cole was and Kendrick were lyricists of the, of the decade for the longest. Uh, Number two. So this one is based off stats, because men lie, women lie, but numbers do not lie. Oh, my God. You know, you know, don't say don't, bro. I know. Okay. What? <laughs> I would have to say, and I don't even listen to all my man's music, but he got some jam, which in that part I can, and I know who you're going to say, but I can only, it's, it's a left turn, left turn, but you know, The weekend. Oh, okay. Actually, also, that's actually, that's right, like, actually, numbers don't lie. My man's got hits. Problem is, so The weekend was big for us in middle school, right? And middle school, high school, Drake era, right? The problem is he switched up into such a pop that for the hip hop and R&B part, he kind of fell off. But his number, like you said, uh, only went up. Don't on 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 lie. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I can't argue. Cause I love right now, though. I wouldn't say so. Wouldn't say that. Once again, that's what I'm saying. Like you would have listened to his music, but people, but people were. He sat. That's his. You know what I'm saying? World. He was honestly one of the first global or international. Talk about him. Known our, for our generation. Because he wasn't in performing the U.S. He was across seas all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's his style of music, too. It's drugs. He did drugs. I think about it like, I think about it like, it's crazy. <laughs> he is, when we say like top five, of course, people say Kendrick Cole. I think a lot of people would say like Drake. People say Drake. I thought that's where you were going. Nah, nah. But, but I say it, I say Drake to say like, who's Drake's competition? Weak. Who's Drake's competition? Who's Drake's competition? Drake's competition? Who's his competition? As in... Outside of... In- all of his music or his caliber? That, the whole catalog. Because he would... If Drake were here right now... Future. That's true. Allen? Future been out for a very long time. He's got a full well, The thing... The, really, the reason why I say I disagree is because rap and hip-hop only reaches so far. Facts. Drake reaches global. Drake reaches global. That's what I was saying. So on... what what, what when you, Global. The only people that Drake, only exactly, the only people that Drake competing with is Taylor Swift and Weekend and Beyonce and Beyonce. That's fair. I give it's, it's a very short list. Now we're gonna get on to this next song, man. The Kid Leroy. This is actually sent in by my co-host, who is right now. Quite easy. Shout out to you, my boy. Good luck. I hope you're doing well. Keep doing good. Kid Leroy, what's the move featuring Future and Baby Drill? Just one more time, you put it on your life I'm sick of wasting time, you know I am I need some peace of mind I wanna leave the country, baby, come with me, let's ride 2 a.m. on the beach front, smoke so much I can't think, um Very stressed, pop a lot of eggs, that's the type of shit that we on I'm caring less and I don't gotta guess if she got me cause I know what she on Double C's what she wants, why didn't buy three on my swell Tell me just one more time, you put it on your life 
time, you know I am I need some peace of mind I wanna leave the country, baby, come with me, let's ride Free band wanna join my team Bad bitch wanna fuck a king Clock on me like I need, she spit through and drop everything What it do, what it is, I'm count blues up with my bitch My lifestyle to bitch, Uh, what do y'all think about that song? I like it. I like the flow the most, honestly. Mm. Yeah. For real. Same. I feel like she just came in and turned it up. I was, the one thing I was thinking, like, you know how people get on songs with other people, like, do they flow? Yeah. Do they style? I know what you're saying. I feel like he came in and, and did the math flow great. Yeah. Future adapt. Yeah. The best artists adapt. Facts. Yeah. Facts. But thank you once again. Uh, Killeroy. What's the move? Future baby drill. Let's get on to these real questions. All right. So last episode we was discussing money being spent on a date. Wow. How much? What is your maximum? Okay. You putting down on a date. What are we talking about here, Mom's first date? It's true. First date. Okay. 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 I, I give you. I know. Shortly. I give you two scenarios. I give you three scenarios. Okay. First date. Yeah. Met the little shawty out with the woo. He was like, yo, let me take you out. A week later, took her out. So you've only known her for a week. On a week, but you've been texting her or whatever through good vibes. You took her out. Mm. In all? Yeah, the whole date. The whole no, but I'm talking about like me and her. Yes. Like together. Yes. Man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pause reflection for me. For a week. That's crazy. I'm just going off looks here, honestly. It's a like it's y'all y'all handed you the numbers though. Y'all been texting, just been texting. Vibes been good. Vibes been good. Oh, I would say one anywhere between I think one fifty, one fifty or low should be the map. Because mm -hmm. if it's the first time, I'm more than likely gonna have food involved, the activity. Because we can't just be at the dinner interviewing each other. Like I, I gotta see. Competitive, you going whatever, whatever, blah blah blah. Spice it up. So an activity too. Yeah, I was, I was going, I was going to give it a range a little bit lower than yours. Not, not too bad. <laughs> it was, it was going to be anywhere from eighty to one twenty. Eighty to one twenty. Eighty to one twenty. You are. So that's that's either forty a piece or sixty a piece. You can't be downtown. Yeah, you don't got to be downtown. No, that's true. I'm saying any of twenty, I'm not downtown. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. My number is 160. 160 max. 160 max, and the reason why is because the first graduated college met this young lady or whatever with you, uh, hit it off, and I took her to this super nice restaurant, paid 160. Yeah. Right, and then then that's was including tip. So like, from since then, I told myself I'm not going above 160. I actually love it. Oh, that was your limit. Yeah. Have you ever been in a place where it's like, but with the girl where it's like, because the vibes are what they are, it don't matter. Bro, okay. When I first started bartending, money was stupid. <laughs> so I was going out being reckless. And uh, I think one day, three, 350 in a matter of four hours. Mm. And because we was like eating good. We went to this festival. After the festival, ate some more, drunk some more. Went out to a club, and then at the guy at the club I knew ended up tipping him like a hundred, but he was blowing up three shots so of like reposado 
I heard doing so I, yeah, I got buy hundred dollars too. Yeah, I mean, bartenders take care of bartenders. So it's always a good time. It's always a good time. Yeah. One sixty, one sixty, not a bad number. One sixty, not a bad number. I wouldn't say one twenty is my absolute max. I've spent more than that on a first date. Yeah, but I think at this point in time in my life, if I'm looking for something serious, then yeah. blowing the bag on the first date is not necessarily needed. No, so, I don't know. Or just you know trying to spend more than you really have to just to get to know some more backs but, okay would you take a little shawty to Applebee's no hold on hold on hold on hold on Applebee's why water's day no way I wait for the first date we're talking about first date first date go to Applebee's for the first date for the first date I wouldn't say somebody wouldn't go to Applebee's I'm talking about for the first date or in general we talking about first date, I thought. Hey, that was the subject. It's October, and they got $1 margaritas. <laughs> I, I don't know. Say if it's October. My boy Price Point is at 160 I just don't know. $1 margarita. <laughs> and yo, if I had, I was <laughs> I'd pay like $35 for a margarita. You got to take advantage. You got to take advantage. You got to take advantage, which is true. How good is that $1 margarita? Though? That's what I need to find out. I ain't never, I ain't never had it. I never had it. Have you been to Applebee's since that commercial, though? The line is out the door. Is it really? I'm telling you. Is that bad? Yeah. And the TikTokers, you know. On. Of course, of course. All right, man. Let's get into this third song, man. This one's from me. Kodak Black off his newest tape. Let me see. I'm on 1800 block. So, boy, I'll talk. Popping up. Cross town. Got a yacht. In a block. Been in through. In a hood. Yellow tags. He gon' drip. Kinda let's go, whole hood behind me, golden acres, pine tree, ugly corner ski on the scene, screaming glee. Say you bout it, let me see, rep your hood, let me see, Z's up, let me see, P's down, let me see, throw it up, let me see, 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 fast music, now five four. What y'all think? Kinda like you was talking about a little bit earlier, though. But you know, the song started and we got the flow to flow hit, but the flow remained the same. It it kind of. So you felt like it was dry. It was a little repetitive. It was a little repetitive. You don't want to say it. What? See, your question is not. <laughs> but would it ride? But if somebody played it, would it ride? Yes, it would ride. I think it would ride. I think it's. But if I'm critiquing it, I'm just saying like, it just it was a little it was a little bland. I I fuck with Kodak. It's a little bland. I fuck with a lot of Kodak songs. And if this is like a build up to whatever. Real quick, talk about. Do you just not like having something in your face that's round and long? <laughs> oh, wait, whoa, wait. Because Mike has dropped even lower, bro. But I was trying to adjust it, but right. I don't. I like, God. I don't. And this is actually a really good one, okay? So now these are all like grown men questions. Since college, specifically, how was the transition from college to like adulthood? How is the transition? How was it? Because if I mean, hopefully, I hope you guys have a <laughs> caught up in this point. Yeah, it was the structure had to start before a little bit mm. as you were getting to the end of it. Else, of course, you were you're starting behind, mm -hmm. and for a lot of people, it did. Um, but in a lot of ways, from you know. 
just going to that nine to five every single day and fitting everything in between. I work from home right now, but yeah. Before I did it, yeah, times and just fitting in everything that you need, whether that's extra extracurriculars or gym or yeah, extra studying, whether you were extending your education or anything like that. Yeah, structure had to come in and it had to come in quick. And with that, you got to learn to think on. You got to be able to think on your feet. I think the biggest problem is, in my opinion, is college is very strong. Right. If you have a part time job, you have a job, you have your four classes, you got, you know, oh, you got a party, maybe Friday, Saturday. Right. Probably work on the weekends, especially like your last two years. I feel like everybody's working. Everybody's doing something outside of school. Um, everybody's in like you was in a frat. Which is way different because uh, <laughs> you actually have to go do that stuff too. like they force you <laughs> to be there. It's. Yeah, you'd be slacking if you didn't. Yeah, definitely be skating if you didn't. So then, so like for me, I literally five thirty a.m. I was on the train. I was back on that train at twelve a.m. Like my whole day was spent on campus, like mm-hmm. like all the time. So when I left college, it was like, what am I going to do with this extra time now? Because like everything was on campus for you. When you went to you know, when you went to Georgia State, everything was there. Pool, yeah. library, computer, jail, whatever you needed. And then you go home and then the weekends and then, you know what I mean? So then when I graduated, I had all this extra time. And all I did was gym. And then now I got four four or five extra hours before I go to sleep. The weekends are free. Right. So I was getting <laughs> Oh man. I feel I feel like the best days. Yeah, woof, bro. I feel like the transition is like stressful and unsettling. Yeah. Like y'all said, like for the last, I don't know how many years, it's been structured. Yeah. If I go to this class, if I do what I'm supposed to do, the outcome will, will be this. The minute you graduate, it's like you on your own. So now you got the free time after the nine to five. It's like, okay, what you what else do you want in your life? Am I gonna spend the rest of these after five PM? What you doing? Am I gonna go out? Yeah. With friends, am I gonna work on my own business? Am I like things like that? And send them that new schedule, right? And new schedule, and it's like for some people, it's like I worked for these last twelve plus years to get this job, but now I'm in a rut. Mm. I'm just going to the job, mm. feeling the job, the job. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like some people want to excel, and some people just stay the same. So it's just like I feel like it's stressful when you're trying to find out who you are without the safety net. If Okay, I got another question for y'all then, since we're talking about school. If you go back, would you switch your majors? For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. What would you switch to? Sure. Well, say your first, your major, well, your degree, and then what would you switch to? Well, my major was in marketing. Yeah. And I now am an IT analyst. So obviously, <laughs> obviously, yeah, and I'm and I'm slowly making the plans to go back to school or just planning to gain certain certifications so I can, uh, you know, explore the IT field. You know, actually get paid for it. Exactly, exactly. But if I would have started off with that, then obviously I would be further along. Which I've always been a guy that's been 
comfortable with technology. So that should have always been my path. Mm. But it's, you know, not as real. Yeah, sometimes certain jobs just find you in life. You don't find them, they find you. Opportunities arise. And yeah, that is true. I think myself, Ken Major, with aspirations to go to med school, DO school, XYZ. But if I had to go back, like, there's to get to whatever professional school or medical that you want, you just need the prereqs. If I had to go back, I probably would have been a music major and just took all the prereqs. <laughs> I would have been, because I was a chem major. When you get to those senior level chem classes, bro, nah, there's no, de- there's no depression that's deeper than that. I promise you. Them CA level chem classes, bro. Well, I feel like sometimes at 18 years old, we're taught a certain way and it's like, this is the way, but you don't know that that's the hard way instead of the smart way. There's a smart way to do everything. There's a hard way to do everything. You just don't know. I felt like, um, especially like being black in the South, um, just being black in the U.S., uh, especially with our parents, all they knew how to be successful was cop. So they forced it upon us, like the teachers, parents, people who ran into the street, make sure you get go to school and go to college and get a good education. You know, like that's all they knew how to get there, right? Thanks. When now in reality, bro, nigga, you don't really need school to make money. You really live comfortable to be happy. It's like, it's funny because- You don't need four years. It's funny because I think she probably, she might be 10 by now, but- there was an eight-year-old that's a millionaire off of YouTube. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> and, and I got 50, 30, 50K in debt off school. <laughs> eight years old off of you know, I'm like, if they just would have seen that I had the person, you know what I'm saying? But that's how it be, like, because, like, parents, especially foreign parents. Yeah. Especially foreign parents, all they know is the education. So it's like, for sure, they push that on you as the safety net because that's all they know to success. Yeah. When our age, yeah. our generation, we've had yeah. social media blow up to another level. Yeah, I feel like music, in a certain sense, when it was back 2014, 2015, blow yeah. up to a certain level, especially being in Atlanta. Yeah, you know, so certain things that I feel like people didn't capitalize on. Yeah. But I mean, it's big though, bro. And that's why, like, I've like okay, so I'm in a big brother, big sister program with my little. Like his mom pushes school, yeah, and of course get a good education. But I want him to explore what he enjoys. Yeah, exactly. Because he knows better. He'll or when as the future comes, hey. he'll know what to get into better than his parents know. Absolutely, he, better than that, we know. Isn't that hard though? Huh? Imagine you have a kid, all right, and you've been on this planet longer than them. But the world that you guys are growing up in are completely different. That's true. So you trying to tell them something, and they telling you, "I got it. I know more than you." You got a kid. That's your son. That's your yeah, shut the fuck yeah. up. What you got? Exactly. <laughs> you gonna be face bomb. <laughs> but now that you're on the other side of it, yeah. it's like your parents were like, stop, put down social media. That's a waste of time. Yeah, really, really. would have dug into it. Video games. Video I wish I would have been a Twitch streamer. Streaming. I should have been a Twitch streamer. I promise you. Who's controlling these environments that are making the most money are the people who are growing up in the environment TikTok, the youngest people exactly youngest yep true i see y'all niggas blowing me all right next song ryan trey have you heard of ryan trey i have i had a secure i had secure ryan trey uh hold up i can't see this shit rather you than (laughs) (laughs) this next 
Always far getting lost in the time And I know you said it's done But I hope this a lie Cause I've been on the run But you still on my mind Oh, I got you on my mind Oh, I got you on my mind I like you, but I like her. She pay you bad, but not like her. Got an ass, but not like her. You got swag, but not like her. Put you last, cause you was first. And all the love you gave to me has gotta be reimbursed. You want a business, you want a purse. You already know I'm about to ask. <laughs> Let him go first. You be, nope. you don't talk. I like, I like the, the hook and the chorus more than I like his verse. Yeah. Is that Friday, Gibby? I, was no, saying, no, I thought, I thought that's it. I have Friday. That's not. Friday. He sounds just like Friday. That's not Friday. He just that's vocal man. That's studio work, bro. It's studio work. Oh, okay. It was giving no vibe. That's Friday. Sadly, that was the best part of the song. Telling <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I was into. Yeah. Hey, he ain't saying nothing to make it stick, but yeah, to be honest, hands on the hood, curious. I feel the type of way. Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three is going to be J. Cole for me. So I started off Kendrick Lamar, Baby Keem. Baby Keem is definitely a personal preference. I will say that. That's fair. But I feel like the track he's going, he's already got a Grammy. I mean, he's going there. And then I got J. Cole. J. Cole might be a little bit lower right now. Him and Baby Keem are interchangeable for the two or three spot. Uh, just because. But I put him at three just because Baby Keem personally me. I got a lot of Baby Keem in my in my playlist right now going off so that's why i put him at two just to be fair it's but not about baby king right now i'm just saying i know you try to explain your playlist i'm i'm trying to explain why j cole is below baby king the craziest thing is you trying to protect yourself for no reason nobody's here hey tell them protect what you bro they all right there <laughs> they all right there bro. they all right there bro i'm just j cole is definitely my guy and, and for a million reasons of why. Reasons. Yeah, obvious reasons. Right. J. Cole is number three. All right. I think this way I'll Yeah. <laughs> I think this is safe. On the, on the cast. <laughs> I think this way I start to get kind of generic because I would say. Shut up and say number three. Facts, my, bruh. This how you, this how you, you it too much, bro. Hey, Miles, get disrespectful. You ain't got to take, honestly. Right, right. He got a podcast. He think he's acting crazy. <laughs> he on there talk to me like this. my shoes real quick. They like Jordan ones. Yes, sir. I would have to say Kendrick. He's a uh, top tier lyricist. A lot of the music that he has, he's able to evoke what you have in your regular day life through his own lens. And I think that's what a lot of music, what today's music may be missing in a sense with certain aspects. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Thoughts? Love it. <laughs> personally, 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 I like them way better. You like them way better than Mr. Yeah. And the Big Steppers. What's your favorite album? Since both of y'all have Kendrick's on the list. I'll give you mine. It's going to be good, Kid Mad City. That one has some heat. Wait. That's a, it's between that and them. I feel like damn was his pop. His pop? Yeah. I think what I like about them is like the songs, the song titles were this, and he had to paint that picture for you. And I think for fear in them, 
I feel like that's a beautiful song and like how he paints the picture of fear from multiple perspectives being a, a black man growing up in Compton. So that's why I say damn. That's a good one. Yeah. Big D. Hey, yeah, hey, you wildin'. <laughs> you wildin'. Hey, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, you wildin' for letting that slide. <laughs> hey. Nah, nigga. Say, bro, relax, man. I know uh, niggas for so long, bro. Relax, bro. Pause. <laughs> there we go. But ask about me. But pause. It, it, <laughs> yeah, oh, this nigga, yeah. Shit. <laughs> that nigga said that shit twice. Go ahead, bro. Mr. Morale. Mr. Morale. Hey, that's just, your favorite. It's hard. It's hard because he's my number one. It's hard to pick my favorite out. J. Cole's my number one. KOD is my favorite. To Pimp a Butterfly is. That really. Actually, that was. That, that one hits different for me. It hits very different for me. He called fire on that's a good song. These walls. Yeah, these walls. He's got a few. I, I actually very much enjoy that. Thing. People didn't like that tape. They didn't do it. He's up. E? Kill. Now, that's not Kendrick. We're here on Kendrick first. Man, you is, I think you for me is my top Kendrick song. And that just, the amount of emotion that I yeah. felt from yeah. that song. Yeah. Like literally, first time I'm hearing it brought me to tears. Yeah, for real, eyes water. Yeah, like that's that is a deep song. Use deep. The reason why I say KOD is because Kevin's heart. No, talking about his his because he's really speaking from his own cheating allegation. Well, his well, <laughs> his own cheating. Stako stepped out on his wife. Well, before oh. they were married, he stepped out. I see why you say. Uh, I can see uh, Topanga Butterfly. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. It's solid tape. I'm not even cap. Bitch, KOD is my favorite J Cole. I will add that. I would. Love, bro. It's a very tough album. And then maybe this is from personal perspective, but Born Center got me through. Born Center, I, I, Born Center was my number one until KOD came out because KOD. Then he speaks about his mother, the trauma of his mother, about how I'm still all in brackets. Hell, yeah, they all brackets, which was crazy. That brought me to tears. Like I was tearing up. And brackets was crazy. Photographs is a great. Song. Photographs is another good one. Yeah. That's a hit song. And it was awesome. There's a lot of hits on that. It's but with messages, and that's why Jay Clear and Mesrick are very like one and two. And I would say that project had a lot of timeless pieces on it that I still play to this day. The most I would say from any of his other albums, for me personally, that's also one of his shorter projects too, though. All right, man. Let's get on to this next song, man. Thank you, guys. That was a really good one, man. Good one, good one, good one, good one. Brent Ooh. is off his newest tape. Brent, Brent. Oh. I know you said Brent or Bernie. <laughs> like, you do not know who Brent is. You do not know who Brent is. I'm slapping you. Yeah, uh, best time. This is off his newest tape, larger than the light. I've been all over the world. You know, I've to the finest wine. I've seen the finest times But all the pretty girls come from VA Then it's New York and MIA Then it's PG around my way So I've never had to stay away For long Say you gon' wear Ain't nobody gonna free gon' be there Keep on young cause she gon' wanna stay That's, that's 
<laughs> wow. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I think <laughs> I think the song hard, but okay. This is gonna lead to another question. Go ahead. Damn. I feel personally. I feel like this throwaway album. Fair. Cause his last album may be his best album. Wasting. No wasteland. I think so. I think, that's it. Yeah. I think so far. I think might be his best one. Waste might be no. Um, been away. Uh, soon as I get home, he got, he got hits on there too. But I just I don't know. I'm saying most world, most com most complete project to me. Still, bro, still his most complete project from top to bottom. I think is Wasteland. I'm cool on Wasteland. It's cool. I this nigga don't like Jackie Brown. <laughs> I like Wasteland, man, but F the world. I was in a that's when pandemic first started. You you broke uh, up with your girl. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That, that, that is it. Sorry, 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 sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. That is the song. Yeah, the bro. This nigga moved the mic. <laughs> that is the song, actually. <laughs> Unfortunately. And you know what's crazy, too? Because the song mm -hmm. here that sticks with me, bro, is, um, what song? Is it Let Me Know? Rehab. No, let me know. The one that's like, um, how how am I supposed to love myself? Real quick, Sam. But you hear what I'm saying though? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to figure out what notes he's singing in. I'm not I'm not too, too musically inclined. Too. He, he got he put a he, he stat. I mean, I feel like he's really just rhyming flats. Like <laughs> like you got G A B. I mean, you got your regular notes, but he's like a G flat. Y'all ever been <laughs> the person that says they don't think Brent can sing. No. Yeah, yeah, I've heard a couple people say that. Heard a couple people say that. I, he can. I be saying he can. People be saying he can't. Everybody has. This is what I learned. So a few, a couple years ago, when we was doing a podcast, me and uh, my co-hosts, we made a list of rules that um we oblige by or we go by when we're rating music. It's we did like four or five. One is the production level, right? The beat how catchy it is, right? What's behind it, horn, stuff like that. Second is vocals. What do they sound like to you? And that can mean from singing to rapping, like, do you like their voice, right? And that's a really big one because you can't listen to a whole song if you can't stand a person's voice. Sure. sure. So some people don't like certain singing styles. It's just a thing. Yeah. And some people need to open their ears. You know, you're just... <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, like, and when I say that, I mean, open your ears outside the box that you're used to, because we have not heard a singer like him, honestly. No, nah, not really. Not, not, not necessarily. Not so really. it's not what you're used to, but try to be open to it, because I'm still getting into my bread bag as well. For real. All right, number four. I has put Drake. It's fair. I'm not gonna argue against it. He won decade uh, artist of the decade for. It's, it's this is another one that. There's another one that's like statistics based because like for a long time. Oh, you said the weekend. I said the weekend, but for a long time, bro, like five years to statistics. Bro. A long time, bro. I used to hate Kobe Bryant. He used to hate Kobe Bryant, bro. He'd always beat up on every team, bro. He used to just be too good, beat up on every team. You might as well hate LeBron too. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. But then I, I came to an age where I realized, where do you know how much work he's putting in to equal the success? So that's what you feel about Drake right now. There's no one that's been that dominant. 
Like for 10 years plus, I can't name no not no one others. Probably Jason, okay. maybe. So the reason why I don't argue Drake anymore, for a good three years, I hated him because uh, the whole uh, ghostwriting, which clearly he probably still does. Quinn cool. um, Miller's tough. If you ever give you everyone listen to Loki artists, it's tough. Quinn Miller's tough, but nobody listens to him. Nobody shows him up. He only got one. Hey, what? Quinn Miller only has one leg. How do you know that? Because his profile picture on Spotify shows just one leg. He's in a wheelchair with one leg. She ain't no fucking way. Half a leg gone. No. Motorcycle accident. Why are you would <laughs> Alright. We got because you niggas like to talk. Now, I thought Miles wasn't done enough. So that's Phil he said. They acting crazy. <laughs> you don't never act like this. Alright, this is one from Kwaizi himself. Once again, shout out to you, my dog. Keep your studies up. Big Fizzle. Do y'all know who Big Fizzle is? No, of course not. So it's called pressure. Prime producer, bitch, you know I hate this hoe. I'm for all bro, talk on the pistol. If I send him no question, he flips something. I'm a block, I ain't slips and see something. Take your life, you play in the middle. It's a bankroll in the Marjago. Told the switch if he flinch, I'ma face him. She want that, I want paint on her face. I want charge of the fix on her makeup. Pin and feelings, I run with some steppers. Wanna shoot on the one that ain't lemon. Pretty clean, ain't jelly, no telling. Make it move like the boss on Billy. Make the plan for the money, I'm acing. You can't take no fulfills, he passing it. Money power, that young nigga having it. When he solo, he be on some savage shit. Know his rules to getting his money. I've been scheming from Monday to Sunday. No sleep. On her face, I ain't gonna charge her a little fee for the makeup. It is a bar though. I'm like, okay. it is a bar. It reminds me of Drake's bar. It's like what Drake bar? I'm not gonna charge her a finder's fee. The finder's fee. Yeah. Uh huh. Disgusting. We might get niggas are disgusting. Which are they? <laughs> Says it. The finder's fee. Okay. Says the niggas is disgusting. I rocked it. That I rocked with that. It started off with the piano. Yeah, dum, 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 everybody, once again, everybody got different styles of looking for in music. I think where it's funny because I was just saying, like, Young Dolph, Key Glock, Young Thug, blah, blah, blah. blah. He, one of them. he sound like PB Longley in a good way. I see what way. you're talking about. Because that was like a PB Longway flow, and I fuck with it. Like, from the beat to the how he. Uh, riding it to the to the verses, like bro, pause truth. Oh, but this nigga been calling. You. Hey, let me let let you stop, bro. You you funny, man. You funny. That's crazy. Y'all start. But yeah, nah, it sound like PB Longway. I see that. All right, this is gonna be the last question uh, that I'm gonna ask anyway. Major question anyway. Sure. <laughs> Next beat. <laughs> You, what has been your mental growth process since 25? And both. Has it been I mean, far? A lot has happened. Exactly. I feel like, so I've, I've discussed with a lot of different people, a lot of people who order me, they always told me 25 is like when, especially like you really start to change. Mm. I cannot disagree. Mm. Like, I'll be honest about it. I'm an asshole. Yeah. Right. I'm a nice guy. 
I'm a nice guy. I've realized recently, especially this year, I'm kind of an asshole. Yeah, this year. I kind of am too, though, which is probably why we get along. <laughs> I got, I got moments. I just says if you can see through the assholeness and know that it's love, yeah, type. It's something you just kind of, kind of find. So, yeah, my cause is very much an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he's very much. If you have any conversation with me, he doesn't lay anything back. Mm. We we've had plenty of discussions about it. He doesn't care. So we hold on. So your biggest growth from twenty five twenty seven during the same. My biggest growth is self awareness. Me knowing I'm an asshole, I know how to control it. I know how to move. Oh, you know that before? I <laughs> we ain't telling that nigga. He ain't never been self-aware. Point. We ain't telling enough. Use that. Well, twenty-five. It's really on us. <laughs> I see. Y'all was always hyping me up. Really, I was like, hey, what? No, man, you don't need that. True. We was outside, bro. We was outside, but it was my favorite memory though, y'all. Bro, we was outside my apartment. Just once again, that rough patch. I hit. Literally, yeah, man. Got a little shawty, and uh, yeah, I was like, man, you got a car, you doing this, you got your own place, nigga, you you pay, nigga, you da 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 da, nigga, man, fuck her, bro. I said, you know what? I love y'all, man. Telling you, bro, you you are as much a surprise as whatever she thinks she is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a lot of this, bro. It's a lot of bullshit on the streets, bro. You you better know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Quality mail. Okay. Since we're on that discussion. Oh. Okay. How has the dating scene been for y'all? Be sure. For me, it's been a lot more intention just recently. Mm. And a lot of people who are close to me will know that, you know. Yeah. Usually, if I'm started with somebody seriously then y'all gonna know about it yeah and the people closest to me gonna know about it too but other than that if it's not if that didn't go the right way for the person who i wanted it to go forward and i'm not just gonna rush into it with anyone else you know a lot of people are doing a lot of dating apps these days yeah and just trying to you know trying to it, it feels like it's almost rushed to find someone but it's like whoever is gonna be for you is for you bro True. Um, dating scene, I wouldn't say it's been complicated. I feel like it is what you make it. Like, you find somebody based all about matching certain pieces, or does this person look strict? No, does this person have the qualities that you're looking for? And I feel like that's kind of one of the hardest parts of the connection that you try to make. Everybody can be good, but everybody not good you type shit. So, it is true. You know what I'm saying? It's you being intentional when you being serious, you talking about 20 plus years down the road. True. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say you and those starting anything's bad. Are you speaking good things or bad to others? I'm speaking good things. Even if it ain't bad to, to the to that world, because I'm not just gonna just bash your name out there. I can't do that. I'm gonna speak good things, speak glowingly. Well, maybe not even speak glowingly. I'm just not gonna put you in no position to be looking like she's just the evil, most evil person on the world. I can't do that. That don't make no sense. That's, yeah. I feel like that's lame as a man. I would say there's just some things that I just can't get with. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to openly say that like you did this bad, this wrong, but that certain piece did not work for me. 
<laughs> and it may work for someone else. It works for someone you know else. me, but it's just not gonna ride with me. Okay. And so that's kind of the stance that I'm taking. So you're not bashing shorty. I'm not bashing shorty. I'm talking about me personally. Shit, I might be the problem. <laughs> but so, I had I had preferences. I prefer as does everyone. So we gonna play this next song, and I'm gonna tell y'all a funny story. It's not about me. It is about me. Vila, Flo Millie, take it up. Remix.